Previously on Great Samaritans. Dear number two, you're number two. I'm a lifelong fan of Reese's, and today I found out that you are number two, and you seem to be okay with it. I'm not a number two, and I love your product, so we have to change something. Luckily for you, I know how to make you number one. We have a seven-pronged approach that covers all the bases, ages zero to one. Ever heard of baby dessert? No, because you haven't invented it yet. Babies eat smushed peas, but I'm sure they would rather have smushed rees. Next age group, three to 20. Go viral with cupping. What's cupping? Smushing white Reese's cups into your friend's arms. Now we understand you won't be comfortable associating yourself with this, so you'll have to hire a third-party marketing team to secretly make memes and TikToks. You'll have to pretend like it's not your idea, but you will go viral. As John Lennon once said about the Beatles albums, you have to buy them to burn them. Next age group, 35 to 55. Hardworking, truck driving, easy drinking, golden retriever petting. This is just a commercial campaign, just a lot of American imagery. But when you're watching the commercial, you're really wondering, what's the dog eating in this commercial? White Reese's Miniature Cup Dog Formula. Dog is man's best friend. But who's your other best friend? It could be fish. Do you know what's in fish food? Exactly. No one does. So grind up a bunch of your Reese's products and put those in fish food canisters. Now, what you're gonna do is you're gonna start your own fish farm, tuna, and feed them exclusively this Reese's peanut butter formula and you can sell the can of tuna. And just so you're not lying, say that this fish might taste a little like peanut butter. Finally, what about Grandpa? For this, we have Reese's Original. It looks exactly like Werther's Original. Make the candies look as much like a Werther's Original as possible without getting sued. Now let me tell you about the housing recession of 2008. Does that feel irrelevant to you? Well, so is your website. It needs a total redesign, or stay forever a number two. Sincerely, a number one. Vertical integration. Synergy. Pass the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the strategies of your favorite food and beverage brands. My name's Thomas Stern. I'm joined by my co-host, John Ramsey, and we're doing this podcast because it is our dream to start our own food or beverage business one day, and we thought, what better way to do that than to research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? I'm actually better than I've ever been, and it's because of a guest product. I've, I've started putting apple cider vinegar in all of my water, and I feel... Wow. I feel so clean i really i'm starting to feel more and more like alex perchago every day and other than that i'm having i'm having a pretty stress-free valentine's day i've got uh i've got chicago diner if if uh if you've ever been to the chicago diner i went and got some food from there last night and it's in the fridge and we're uh we're gonna heat it up and go to town on some on some uh seitan chili wings awesome oh yeah um oh yeah yeah it is uh valentine's day it's the happy valentine's day to you john and your happy hey happy valentine's day to you thomas <laughs> yeah thanks um do you have a valentine's kind of i i guess you could maybe yeah um it's the uh the one the person that i've been uh talking to and that i you know i had the video date with and uh-huh quick checking the water here Thomas. Yeah. how often do you want me to ask about the person that you're seeing <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> let's say uh one every third episode we can check in on that. oh okay, okay yeah okay i'll check back in in three episodes everybody yeah stay tuned how are you doing otherwise doing well my constitution is walking around the block you know maybe one or two miles. Uh, I live right near Logan Boulevard, and it's, it's a nice little walk on the, 
the grassy divider. I love doing that. But since it's so cold, I can't do it. But um, I just, I do calisthenics um, on my yoga mat, and that's, that's just as great. Thanks for asking. Of course. So I'm really excited because, uh, John, this is the first brand that I think is really in my lane. It's, we're going to do, we're talking about Gerolsteiner today, the German mineral water brand. Yeah. I was feeling guilty, Thomas, because every episode that we've done, I've felt like, yes, another John episode. <laughs> something I know, something, something I can talk about at length. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm honored. I'm happy. I can't wait to sit in the back seat on this one a little bit and, and watch you steer the car and i'm not gonna backseat drive awesome well let's just get right into the brand so on the website of gerolsteiner there's a quote from pliny the elder that i think is great and encapsulates their whole philosophy waters are exactly the same as the ground through which they flow after that quote on the website, it says, every mineral water is a mirror image of the region and its geological conditions. So basically, what makes Gerolsteiner so special is that it's on a volcanic site. In regions with volcanic heritage, such as the volcanic Eiffel, mineral water with natural carbonic acid is created. The carbonic acid facilitates the process of dissolving minerals from the surrounding rock. Ancient volcanic activity can also result in underground rock fractures, which in turn increases the mineralization of passing water. The result of this is the Gerolsteiner water has a lot more uh, magnesium and calcium than other mineral waters. Um, and now brief history, they started in 1888, started by a guy, Wilhelm Kastendick. Uh, then in 1929, they started their first advertising campaign 2001 was their first flavor expansion when they released the Gerolsteiner Apple Spritzer. Then the last thing I'm going to mention is in 2009, they revisited their roots and started focusing on their core competency of natural mineral water. So we're going to get into all that. I'm going to welcome to the show a great improviser and stand-up, John Randall, who chose this brand. Thank you so much for choosing it. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for uh, you know stepping outside the box, choosing a little niche, a niche product like a Gerald Steiner. I've been saying Gerald Steiner, but I like Thomas the Gerald Steiner. <laughs> Sounds like a little more uh, the German accent with it, which I love. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So the thing we ask all of our guests is, why don't you briefly just walk us through your history with the brand? So. I'd say I've been drinking Gerald Steiner for about six years now. It was a big, big part of my 20s. I fell into the love of seltzer water when I stopped drinking alcohol so much. I, you know, I'll have an occasional shot or something. But I used to love beer, and beer uh, messed up my stomach pretty bad. So I had, to, I had to stop drinking beer, and I also got really silly on alcohol, so I don't drink too much alcohol anymore. Um, but I love... Carbonation, carbonation is what fuels me. I need it. It tickles my throat. It, it's, it's my favorite. So I loved soda as a kid, but you know, sugar. You guys covered the, in the Sunny D episode. You went over uh, the sugar issues. Anyway, um, so I found seltzer water, and I just, you know, I'll bring it to parties. I drink it before bed. I drink it in the middle of the night. I think I just, I just love the, love the sensation of sparkling water going down your throat so as i'm getting more and more into um seltzer water trying to find you know you know the micro seltzer water the cool seltzer water companies because you know there's the big ones perry perrier and uh san pellegrino but those are actually owned by nestle which not a not a big fan of that corporation um so i think it took a while to find a company that wanted to learn about and didn't know too much of its dirty history and so I found girl Steiner and uh I think the first time I had it it was pretty intense um the mineral content it, it's you know it's not your soda it's not your standard soda stream cup of cup of joe you know you're getting some serious minerals in there so 
I think once I found it, I had to get used to that flavor, but now I love it. You know, now it's my it's my go-to and I've been cranking it ever since. Can you describe the flavor, John, to our listeners? Uh well, let me ask, John, this is going to get confusing because you're another John. Mm-hmm. Um, was this your first week having Gerald Steiner? It actually was. I've, I've have, I have no um, loyalty to water, you know? <laughs> I love – but that's why when you gave us your options for what you wanted to talk about this week, that's why I love that we have water as an option because, mm. one, it's so essential, right? Like Simple. we should have covered this – Episode one, honestly, <laughs> it, pilot. It, it's the yeah pilot pilot episode of water, and we'll branch out from there. <laughs> but never ever ever ever, I mean, ever w- would I think about picking up a Gerl Steiner at this at the store, <laughs> ever. And I like I like when a product kind of reflects the guest who brought the product. I think that we've been doing a pretty good job of. Of that being the case, you know, sometimes when you see a, a dog owner and their dog kind of looks like them. <laughs> yes. When I yeah. see Carol Steiner now, I'm going to just <laughs> think about John Randall every time. It's, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, absolutely zero experience with, with the Carol Steiner. So I think, yeah, back to your question, it, the, the flavor, I think at first it, it tastes like, because it's not just like seltzer water, it's like, Soda stream with this is gonna sound crazy, but a bunch of tap dancers in there. Like it feels like someone's Ooh. tap dancing down my throat in a good way. And um I haven't felt too many of the effects of like the magnesium and the potassium in there, like, you know, what it's done to my body, but just the overall flavor, it it's in between a seltzer water, like a classic San Pellegrino seltzer water, LaCroix, and like a beer. I don't know if Wow if, if I can say that. It's because it's alive. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. It's just brimming with life energy. Of the volcano that it came Honestly, from. Honestly, yes. yeah. Agua de Vida over here. Um, that's so, that's, that kind of bums me out hearing, John, because I was doing a bunch of research on the effects of magnesium and how 50% of Americans aren't getting enough magnesium in their diet. And hearing that every single cell in the human body needs magnesium, I'm a little bummed after hearing that when you drank it, you can't feel the effects of the magnesium. I, I wanted the magnesium to be like this this game changer. Or maybe it is, maybe. and maybe we just can't realize it. Yeah, I think I'm probably so deficient in it that like <laughs> the minimal amounts of magnesium I'm getting, my body's like, okay, but we need more. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's the kind of thing where if you have enough, you don't notice it. But if you don't have enough, you're not sleeping or you're lazy or something like that. You don't want to notice because that means you're not deficient. Right. Kind of like when a, when a waiter is doing their job well, you don't know they're there. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, John, when, um, what initially made you pick up that first Gerald Steiner? My sister showed me Gerald Steiner. She's, um, you know, she's a little, uh, she's a farmer in Maine and she's, definitely you know she's kind of off the grid and like likes different things and i think this is like i don't know yeah probably seven years ago or whatever that she showed me um and she just she doesn't drink as well so she was just drinking this really intense mineral water that my sister had and i was like i'll try it and i think i kind of like was influenced by the older sibling and feeling like it was cool and there's something about too like when you try something over and over again, you just learn to love it. Cause I do remember those listeners out there that are going to try Gerald Steiner for the first time. It was a little funky, but that, that funk grew into my bones. So I, th- I think you got to give it time. I like, okay. So I'm noticing a theme here that, so your sister, maybe she stopped drinking. Yeah. Then replaced alcohol with Gerald Steiner because it provides something that other water doesn't. Yeah, not not even just other water, but all, but seltzer water in general. That can't, you know. Now yeah. when I have a Lacroix, I feel like I'm having a diet Gerald Steiner. You know, it's like where's all the where's all the nesium, guys? You know. Yeah. <laughs> I antis- I anticipate Gerald Steiner sales exploding after this episode be- <laughs> because oh, this happens all the time. We've seen this all the time. You know, you get this new player on the market, tastes different, a water that tastes different. People are at first going to shy away. That's always going to be the case. 
But then as you know, more and more people start becoming familiar with it and understanding its benefits, I mean, I, I, I liken this to, to Billie Eilish. <laughs> when Billie Eilish first came onto the scene, people were like, what? Who's this? You know, but now Billie Eilish is doing pretty well, you know, if I may say so myself. I got to get familiar with who Billie Eilish is, but oh, yeah. I assume she's the Carol Steiner. <laughs> she's the spokesperson for Carol Steiner. <laughs> All right. So um, we already got a little bit into John, your experience with Carol Steiner. Do you have anything to add to <clears throat> what you zero. mentioned? No, I want to, I want to hear what your experience is with, with it, Thomas. So I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I used to be very into food and beverages <laughs> at the height. I was doing all sorts of crazy ferments. I still sprout my own nuts. I'm not going to get into the depths of it, but I'm sure I had Gerald Steiner many times in that period. I don't think I had a, a water that I was really uh, loyal to. I I just kind of filter tap water with charcoal, and I kind of like how mm. that tastes. Yeah, so I don't remember what it tastes. I, I do remember liking it. So I'm very excited to, I have some here. I'm about to taste it. Watch the, watch the fizz there. Get my impression. Yeah, I got the <laughs> 750 milliliter sparkling, which is, I think, their flagship product. Mm-hmm. And now, well, Thomas is struggling to get that cap off. <laughs> has, that, has that been true with you, John? Is that a notoriously tough cap to get off? You know, it's, it's not only a tough cap to get off, but it's a tough cap to get back on. Shoot. It's something about the, the design of it. It can, like get uh, what's it called um threaded or shredded and it won't twist back on so gerald steiner this isn't a great start for the episode for you (laughs) right up to the mic now while thomas is pouring i kind of want to ask both of you guys i know that thomas said this before we recorded but he said that john you would consider yourself a little bit of a foodie maybe an amateur foodie you enjoy fine foods is that fair to say Absolutely. Cook a lot, especially during quarantine, but even before then. Um, and I think that too comes from my sister. And hearing you say, Thomas, my sister um, sprouts her own nuts. She's into, I feel like, you know, some of the food conversations Thomas and I had, She there's a similar like, I don't know, not counterculture, but like genre of, of people that buy certain types of food. So I, d- I definitely think I fall into, um, I like artisanal foods and like supporting local farmers markets and uh, you know buying high quality meats and stuff. So yeah. Oh yeah, all my language there. Uh, you're really preaching to the choir. <laughs> I uh, such a Thomas episode. <laughs> this is such a Thomas episode, and I think it's such a Thomas guest too. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of uh, crossovers with the improv community. I mean, a lot of kind of partiers, a lot of. Mm fast food heads it's just it's kind of a young crowd and uh john when when we met and you had your jar of um this isn't when we met but the spilanthes flowers yes the spilanthes for my sister Um, yeah that's right uh but yeah i just remember you uh we talked about food a couple times and and we're we're kind of a rare breed in the improv community Uh, yeah i knew you liked food because you would bring at, at CIC on break uh, everyone else would go get a piece of pizza and you'd open up like a stinky Tupperware of like fermented beans and, and sauerkraut and, and your little toast thing I was like okay he obviously knows food and likes to yep. <laughs> eat in a particular way yeah I just had a couple sips of the Gerald Steiner and there's energy on the back end of it for sure right. it, it stays there I feel like Taking the carbonation away would take a lot of that character away. Which they do offer, right? There's a flat. They do offer still. Do they? And I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, now, th- this brings up a thing that I wanted to get into. They have a mobile app called Mineral Waters. One word. The point of this app is you go in and you're able to click a button that's called comparison water. So that's kind of charming. They didn't even really go through the trouble of making sure it was grammatically correct. (laughs) You search whatever water you want, or you just scroll in the list 
And so um, I just found Arrowhead drinking water, which is one I grew up on in LA. And then it just shows you on the left, it's the column of Gerolsteiner water and it's mineral content that on the right mm-hmm. is the one you selected then at the bottom total mineral content so yeah this is the girl steiner still and it has 885 milligrams minerals and the arrow had a 71 yeah well it's a little little braggy for an app huh yeah i think they can afford to <laughs> i guess so they, they, they run off their mineral contents so i guess they have to have an app to showcase their numbers i mean how many other water wells are being dug out of a you know of a, a, a volcanic cache how you know how many can really say that it's true yeah if you click on a sparkling water it compares it to Gerolsteiner sparkling which has a total of 2479 milligrams oh my god of minerals the minerals are really in the bubbles yeah you know i wonder what what's if they have anything like on the bottle about like you can't can't overdo it like five bottles max or something like you know some kombuchas like there is a small amount of alcohol in here or something i'm glad you got into that what kombucha well no the just the idea of a water having too much minerals (laughs) in it yeah because magnesium notorious to take too much magnesium makes you poop so i wonder like how many bottles of gerolsteiner would you have to have to make you run to the old bathroom i wish i had gerolsteiner when i was a kid I, when I was a kid, I famously could not poop. I had to, I was like, I was, it was so embarrassing. I had Metamucil. I had those little poop cookies that help the cookies that help you, Uh you know, go number two. I would get stickers every time I went number two. It was, I had to show my parents proof that I went number two. It was a problem. If I just had some Gerolsteiner. Was it a social thing? What? The stickers? Was it like you couldn't poop in public? No, I think I was no, born the, the uh, inability to poop. I think I was born with my stomach upside down. Some, there's there's something crazy, oh. something crazy about my body when I was born, and I just had this like disgusting. Well, not disgusting. There's nothing disgusting about the human body, <laughs> but I had a very large distended tummy when I was a toddler, and uh, I guess it was a big deal for Ooh. for me to go number two. And I'm I'm very glad that I'm sharing wow. this right now on the podcast with everybody. <laughs> It ends it uh, with a good with a good ending. After I went to the bathroom one hundred times, we got our family dog. That was the reward for me going number two one hundred times. Wow! Yeah, is that the last milestone? And then you just got the dog. And yeah, then... we stopped keeping track after. Or did that. they still? <laughs> I don't know what I don't know why Aww. we just stopped, but yeah, I think after that point we're like, okay, John's John's okay, John's. He's he doesn't it. need any more stickers <laughs> for taking a shit. You should have milked that, man. Keep, keep I milking. know. I should Pay for college. Oh, I should have. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask what you ate. <laughs> oh, like in general? Or you mean like to help me go? I, I immediately thought it had to be your diet, which probably lacked in fiber, but... It mm-hmm. sounds like you just had a condition. Yeah, I don't yeah. know exactly what it's called. I think there was something... I just needed I just needed some help down there. Yeah, maybe Gerald Steiner would have been they could have put it in your veins or give you a little IV drip. Looping it <laughs> back Steiner. to the Gerald Steiner. I wish that that was true. <laughs> I feel like yeah. there's so much of a benefit. I, and you know, other water can only say, "Well, I'll hydrate you," you know? Like Gerald Steiner he <laughs> Gerald Steiner blows those waters out of the water. Blows those waters out Absolutely. of the water. <laughs> totally. Yes. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. What's up, Great Samaritans? John and Thomas here with an exciting product that this episode is sponsored by. It is Round Ball's Pivoting Flex Ball. The Pivoting Flex Ball used in the Extreme 3 from Schick and the Gillette Pro Glide. Now, Thomas, tell us a little bit more about what Round Ball does. Yeah, so I had never heard of aftermarket pivoting flex balls. And when they first contacted us, I was wondering, why do you need an extra pivoting flex ball? And what they informed me of was sometimes you just want to customize the pivoting flex ball and sometimes they fall out. And then instead of having to buy a whole full new razor, you can just buy the replacement pivoting flex ball. It's true. Because I, I, I have a Gillette that I'm very happy with, but the pivoting flex ball doesn't come out that easily 
It's actually a really good pivoting flex ball, but I really had to bash it out. And once I once my pivoting flex ball came out, I couldn't get it back in. Yes. And we haven't even gotten into how they look. They have literally hundreds of different designs, John. That's right. Now, Thomas, you and I both got a welcome pack of 75 pivoting flex balls. And Thomas, tell me what some of your favorite designs are. Okay, so my favorites are the basketball, the eight ball, the earth pivoting flex ball, and the the custom message pivoting flex ball, where you get to submit a color and a message and then they print it on right on there so you can read it every time you shave. What message did you go for, Thomas? Well, I think you might be able to guess. I went for, now it's time for the brass tacks. I knew it. Nice. So you get to choose each one individually. There's a 75 pack for $2.99, John. $2.99. And that includes shipping. The price of a cup of coffee. And these are very intricately detailed pivoting flex balls. They almost look like little glass sculptures. There is so much craftsmanship into it. I'm looking at my pivoting flex balls now. It looks almost as if some of them are human glass blown. Yeah, I actually... So I visited the factory, John. I went to Round Ball because it's actually just a couple blocks from my apartment. That's right. Yeah, they just have a bunch of artisans working in, uh, they're not cubicles, they're, they're bigger than cubicles, but they have their little mini glass blowing stations, and they're just making these by hand, one by one. It, you should, next time I go, you should come with me. It's really, it's really a treat to see the process. Yeah, I, hey, I'm down. Okay, nice. I'll schedule a visit. Please. And again, everybody that was 75 pivoting flex balls for two ninety nine. Including shipping, but I'm sorry, international listeners, they're, uh, they only ship within the continental U.S. for now. Yes, they are not international yet, but hopefully after giving them the Great Samaritan's bump, they will be hopefully opening up a franchise in Canada, in Mexico. I mean, what other countries could they open up in, Thomas? Yeah, uh, CEO of Roundball, George Wojnarowski, was telling me that he, he had sites on Tokyo. Wow. Yeah, so if you're interested, just go to roundballpivotingflexball.com slash GS so they know that we sent you. And yeah, do you have any other... uh... I just want to read this note that the George (laughs) Warzhenorowski sent to me. I don't know if he sent it to you as well. Thomas and John, thank you so much for letting us here at Round Ball, sponsor your podcast. We only ask that you please do not buy pivoting flex balls from Bali Round LLC. Bali Round LLC are cheapskates and stealers. Wow. All right. I trust George, so I approve of that message. But yeah, we we hope you guys all enjoy your new pivoting flex balls if you get them. And uh, thanks to Round Ball for sponsoring us. And now, back to the pod. So when you mentioned um, how much Gerolsteiner is too much, Gerolsteiner, that made me think of an article I stumbled on, which is uh, in Men's Health, and it's about Zac Efron and Anna Kendrick getting their minds blown by a water sommelier. Hmm. Wow. Wow. So this is, uh, this is 2020. And it's about the first episode of Zach's show Down to Earth on Netflix. That's right. The water guru, whose name is Darren Olean, is the first, the world's first water sommelier. And he guides them through a tasting, has them taste a water that is so rich in minerals that it's only for medical use. Wow. Yeah, we forget what a healer water is, you know? What an essential part of... John, so... A little bit back to your experience, what percent of water that you consume is Steiner? (laughs) Oh, that's a great question. I would say like 80% of the water I consume is from a Gerald Steiner bottle because I just refill it with my, also have a charcoal uh, filtration system like you, Thomas. Awesome. Um, 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I drink. You know, it's also you know it's it's a it's a glass bottle, so I I I probably buy like five a week, which is I guess a lot now that I'm saying it. But so I probably go through five bottles a week. Not bad. I was buying cases for a while, which was a little cheaper. But you know, it's and now I'm here in New York City. It's like three bucks a a bottle, so that's that's a little pricey. Yeah. If money didn't exist, how about that? How much Gerald Steiner would you drink? Well, I think I'd still feel bad about the glass. I guess you know, I could, I'm, I'm obviously recycling it, but you yeah. know, I, I don't know. Also, I don't know about the sustainability of CO2. If if there's a certain amount of CO2 we can pull from the world and put into our into our water, I don't know if that has an impact uh, impact on climate or whatnot. But if all that stuff was <laughs> not a issue, I think I could do it at least every other th- drink. I could have Gerald Steiner. I sometimes I need a little classic still water to, yeah, to, to remind yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, if the Gerald Steiner's the tap dancing, I need some like smooth jazz. You, you know, can't, I need some... <laughs> You can't watch tap dancing every single night. <laughs> You'll burn out. Exactly. Well, John, I have a fact for you that is going to maybe ease some of your guilt with Gerald Steiner. Seventy-nine percent of their packaging is returnable not just recyclable they take it back and then sterilize it and then reuse it like their glass bottles their plastic bottles are re returnable for 8 to 10 fillings and their glass bottles 25 to 30 fillings so they must have some system in europe where mm-hmm. you return them to the factory yeah would i have to go to germany with my with a briefcase of <laughs> bottles and Hey, here, here to fill these up, <laughs> clanging around. Did you say seventy nine? What was that percentage, Thomas? Seventy nine percent is returnable. Now, of their I don't packaging. understand that seventy nine. So I don't understand that. So, but how do you get seventy nine percent of a bottle? It must mean that they have other bottles that are not returnable. Maybe they have cans or something. Got it. But man, their their website is just chock full of great information about how great they are how clean they are are we talking about their website then i think this is a fine time to start talking about their website great i'm blown away completely blown away by their website except there's one gripe that i have to talk about (laughs) it's right at the top it's about what drives us let's read along everybody okay we respect the past and embrace the future what What? Now, what do you think they mean by that? And am I looking a little too into that? Are you expecting them to have some sort of nod to Nazi Germany? Is that what you're getting at? I don't think they have to say we respect the past. The fact that they're saying respect the past is, yes, it's suspect. You want them to apologize for Hitler? I don't want them to say anything. I don't want them to talk about the past, but they say we respect <laughs> the past, dude. They're feeling a need Wait. to bring it up. They they might not they might not be Nazis. It might not be a Nazi company, but they at least hail Hydra. There's at least some Hydra <laughs> stuff going on. I don't know. Well, I think I'm I... taking Gerald Steiner's side on this one. You know what? That's okay. I knew I was going to get outnumbered by you Gerald Steiner freaks. <laughs> I, all I know is I googled before this, I googled Nazi Gerald Steiner because I wanted. I was just like, let's just look at some of the ties, some of the the threads, and nothing came up. Um, A little suspicious that other... nothing came up, if you ask me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, with all of Nestle's uh, crap, I was like, you know, I can't not drink Nestle because they pollute the world, but drink Gerald Steiner if they're <laughs> Nazi company. But I didn't see anything um, come up besides them being <laughs> a German company. Yeah. Fine. So I was stoking the Nazi fire. <laughs> Other than that slip, everything about their website is, I mean, it's German. It's it's so efficient. I'm so impressed by it. They give us absolutely everything I want to know. You know, they have metrics. They have, they have the number of their staff who have been with the company for more than 25 years. Like, they're telling me things wow. I would never have ever even thought about. We'll get right back into the website, but just quickly to put a bow on the Nazi thing. Their logo is a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's an eight-pointed star with like a lion silhouette in the middle. And if that were a patch on a military garb, I would think that they are the baddies. 
referencing the famous Mitchell and Webb sketch. Yeah. Now we'll see how these Russians deal with a crack SS division. Uh, hands. Have courage, my friend. Yeah. Uh, hands, I've just noticed something. These communists are all cowards. Have you looked at our caps recently? Our caps? The badges on our caps. Have you looked at them? What? No. A bit? They've got skulls on them. Yeah, it looks evil, their logo. <laughs> it does! <laughs> There's no two ways about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, haven't, I did not notice their logo in, until you said it. So That's interesting that we don't pay attention to the logo. Oh, sorry to interrupt, John. No, I was going to say, it's not only is it, is it maybe not, it, they're, they're sneaky, it's, it, it blends into the bottle well. And now I'm like, you know what, it is a little... It looks oppressive. <laughs> a me. little bit. I think the colors... The military garb is a good way to put it. Red, white, and black are, t- I, those are, you know, those are not fun colors. Those are colors you don't want to mess around with. <laughs> Dominance yeah. colors. <laughs> yeah, they're power colors, they really are. <laughs> But yeah, back to the website, extremely efficient, extremely bountiful with how much information there is on it and extremely persuasive to me. Honestly. Yeah. I'm now thinking, what can we possibly offer Gerald Steiner? But I've already got two ideas down the tube that I'm, I'm locked and loaded for. <laughs> awesome. For me, what's going to help me is coming up with a persona that I want to give to a group of people that's large and that they currently don't tap into. So me and John are definitely not part of that group. Me and John Randall. This might be your group, John Ramsey. People who don't really have much of a water preference. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are, why, why are you going to not buy the Little Croix? You know, it's like people like John Ramsey. Why are you not going to get something either cheaper or less intense? You know, what's going to drive someone to buy need to need the minerals or to want the more flavor john i think you hit oh i was gonna say i think john randall hit something here um with people needing the minerals i think there's a persona of people who definitely need that benefit and i think that's what gerald steiner brings to the table right like it brags about it in its mineral water app yes it compares other waters it's it's a clear (laughs) front runner um, for that. So I'm going to go ahead and just really quickly give my persona of who I think could really benefit from this mineral water. And I, I'm actually ripping this straight from healthline.com that says in one study, volleyball players who took 250 milligrams of magnesium per day experienced improvements in jump and arm movement. So I'm going to be pitching Gerald Steiner to volleyball players, or I think volleyball players is a market that Gerald Steiner should get more into. I like that. Because you're right that in that when I see the Gerald Steiner bottle, I don't, it does not look like an athletic drink of any sort. It's, it's very yeah. fancy restaurant. We're, we're, we're out dining. This isn't like an after, an after sports drink, but maybe that's something they could try to market. I think that persona makes a lot more sense to me. I like this. I mean, it is kind of just athletes. So one idea is maybe you package it like Gatorade or something. You have one of those bottles that's shaped like aggressively modern, and maybe it's a certain formula or variation mm-hmm. so that it is different from the Gerolsteiner. Yeah. Maybe a smaller amount, more individual. There you go. Less yeah, I like that. Yeah, because it, it, and also the glass part is tough. Like the amount of times I've, had my Gerald Steiner out at a at a show or something and it falls over and it oh. breaks or it just is very loud, mm-hmm. you know, and you're that guy with the glass bottle and I I am now I'm stuck on the fact that it, it helps your arms and it helps you jump. Who needs arms and who needs to jump who aren't athletes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess most athletes need that, but then yeah, who who else needs that? Um, firemen, firewomen, fire yes. people. Yes. Yeah, because then you can jump onto the second floor or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you jump on the second floor, the third floor, whatever floor you want. And if you need to put the fire out, you got some water. <laughs> That's a commercial. Okay, the door. Here's a commercial. The door is blocked by the fire, so you have to like scale the building, basically. <laughs> you're not jumping from the first floor to the bottom of the second floor. Or you're jumping a 
grab something on the building and Spider-Man your way up there, which you would need extra magnesium for. I want to go back to something John said about it appears to be fancy, and I completely agree, and I think that's easy to just lean into even harder. Yeah. It kind of has those, like, on the... Uh, it's not just a glass bottle. It has those, like, ridges that make it... <laughs> I don't know what... It, it just makes it seem more fancy, and it's got little indents and uh yeah maybe that scares people away is like a little not pretentious but i don't know if the seltzer water market if if people if the majority of people are looking for like a high-end artisanal thing sometimes just what about the average joe wants a nice seltzer but he doesn't want a Lacroix with no minerals he wants something with a with a punch going back to what you've said a minute ago I've only seen a Carol Steiner in a 750 mil bottle, and that's not really a serving size. Right. Sharing size. Although it should be. Yeah. So maybe the problem is that we don't drink enough water. That's mm-hmm. the problem. <laughs> and they're figuring it out for us. They're just making the bottles bigger. <laughs> they're screaming at us to pay attention yeah. to how much water we need to drink. <laughs> so yeah, maybe there's a way they can engineer our behavior to one not share it and two drink the whole thing Mm -hmm. okay i so what's something that americans are obsessed with something that they don't want to share candy candy cars candy bars (laughs) so got it that's what the bottle looks like now (laughs) that's so brilliant a candy wrapped uh, seltzer bottle (laughs) yeah yeah you give it the candy crush treatment candy crush it exactly exactly and then you can get rid of that stupid cap and put something the cap we gotta talk about the cap i mean if it were candy i feel like i could just tear open the plastic (laughs) and it's that easy and then if there's no cap you're drinking that whole thing okay this what about this is this might make it more pretentious but for some reason feels a little candy like like what about a type of pop like a cork or like a you know, like oh. when you open s- some type of pop opening. <laughs> I like that. I love that. Yeah. Because everybody in the world isn't, you know, it's not, not there's no, there's normal people. There's, <laughs> and then there's, pre- and there's pretentious people. And hey, pretentious <laughs> people need to drink water too. So let's yes. make something for the pretentious people. And let's make it really pretentious. <laughs> because pretentious people want I think they want people to know that they're pretentious. Am I wrong? Yes. To, yeah, it's they do. Pa- it's part of it. Right, right. So how do we make a Gerolsteiner as pretentious <laughs> as possible? And I think the cork is a great way to start. Yep. And maybe instead of a classic pop, it's a little more of a pretentious noise. Like a poo or something. I don't know. <laughs> we get the... This is easy. This is so easy. We get the... Um, the little, uh, the little audio speakers that Hallmark uses for their cards. <laughs> yeah, the cards. Right? When you pop it, yeah. it makes the pew, you know, the little <laughs> pretentious pew sound. Yeah, they, they do have a, um, I was very surprised to see it. I don't know if it was a new product, but they had a apple cider, sparkling apple cider Gerald Steiner. That that's right. That was they did even that in th- 2001, right? Yeah, that's when it came out. Yeah. I thought that was an odd year. But I guess to a German company... <laughs> <laughs> that year is not marred by anything. <laughs> yeah, there's only one year that's really marred to our German company. <laughs> Apple cider. Is it kind of just a cute pet project? Because people don't really know Gerald Steiner for their apple cider, right? <laughs> cute pet project. Yeah, it was a surprise. I think it was like, include us in your fun holiday non-alcoholic drinks. You know, you get the... the the sparkling cider. Now we have one. It looked more candy-like. It was like a green label. Mm. It, they definitely were going yeah. for the for the holiday stuff. Would you say, John, they're trying to hit younger with that one? <sighs> I think so. I felt a young child in me be like, oh, I remember downing. Most brands can hit younger. Mm. It's this opportunity that most brands don't even really consider like they should. And, you know, it's a way for us to generate... <laughs> Really quality ideas. Kids are vulnerable, so we should hit them, is what you're saying. Well, well no, 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 no. Don't say that. Kids aren't vulnerable. Kids <laughs> kids want to buy. That's how we like to think of it. Okay. If we okay. can nudge them that way, and it's pretty easy to nudge them. And their parents have money. Yes. Right. Yes. 
So exactly. So yeah, the sweetness of apple juice is something that appeals to kids. So that's that's one thing right off the bat. Just release the apple flavor mm -hmm. in America and then wherever else it's not released. But how can we get kids on their flagship product that's already available mm. in the US? Mm. And this is now, I'm gonna kind of lump John Ramsey, your segment in with the kids, just because the, the one thing that you guys have in common is that you're not moved by the minerals necessarily. Mm. The benefits of Gerald Steiner don't appeal to you guys as much. I think one of the most powerful tools a business can use is fear. <laughs> classic marketing scheme you've already got a scary logo <laughs> yeah that lion we could come up with some pretty scary statistics too they're basically like already what? doing it with the app yeah <laughs> yeah they are yeah how can we really drive that home i'm gonna take a play out of gerald steiner's book they produced a very compelling cartoon short that's for kids that's on their website no it's about two drops of water and their journey from being raindrops to becoming Gerolsteiner. Wow. And it, it's really smart. It goes through all of the ways that the water becomes rich in minerals. The kids drink the water at the end and it, it makes them stronger. For a short moment, the children had the feeling they had gotten a bit stronger. And I think you produce content like this because kids can always skip commercials. So the way you get at them is the actual show. Mm -hmm. So you take these drop characters, let's call them droppies. <laughs> you make a show, it subtly nudges them to drink Gerolsteiner, maybe be afraid of not drinking it. Write <laughs> a whole entire like TV show. Yeah. Yeah, so you start the show, and ideally, it just is always on. It just you know keeps going and going. Like uh, it doesn't remind you of any other German propaganda. <laughs> well, are we talking like a like a narrative show, like on Netflix or something? Yeah, it could be. I think Netflix is the right partner. It's a cartoon for sure, and it is happy and light, but there are serious undertones mm. that. You'll get diarrhea if you don't drink Gerald Steiner. And if you get diarrhea, you're pr probably not going to get asked to the prom. Perfect. I like that. That could be the, the finale of season one. Yeah. I mean, there could always be a prom. Every season could end with a prom. <laughs> it's whether or not you want to have a good prom or not. Yes. Yes. And you could shoot that two ways. You could shoot like the droppies drank the Gerald Steiner and it, like they're in like fun cartoon land. Uh, and they're like having fun and they're yeah. dancing and everything's great and everyone's happy and everyone's asking people to prom and they're and then maybe one of the droppies forgets to have their Gerald Steiner that day and they're just living in a completely different reality. The lighting is different. Maybe they're in a maybe they're in a, a burning you know a burning building or something. Or there's like two different realities that you can choose to live in. You know, it's kind of Matrix esque. Yeah. Now I, I have a question because. You know, if this was a San Pellegrino commercial, I wouldn't be worried because, you know, Nestle, these companies have big funding. Right. Do we think Gerald Steiner has the, has the money to fund a, a series, a show? That's a good point. But I think we have a solution that we could use if we choose. And bear with me, yeah. but here's my idea. Referring back to Gerald Steiner's website, I couldn't help but notice that they let us know that they get their water from a well 250 meters down um, from the from Earth, Earth's bedrock. What I'm proposing is you drill deeper. <laughs> Ooh. You drill deeper and you try to get some oil. And then you have some to, 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 oil to fund the company. To fund the Netflix cartoon yeah. show. Okay. Okay. This, this is, is smart. The, that dirty oil money. Okay. Oil's going to prom. Yeah, I like the idea of... Because oil and water can't mix. <gasps> oh, I like so the, the idea of there being an oil character on the show. That's brilliant, too. I didn't even think about that. You could drill down into the water, and you could hit the oil, and the water and the oil aren't even going to... They're not even going to interact. The oil's just... It could be... It could show the message of people uniting. You know, even though oil and water are so different, they're friends. And you only need two million to start this show. Yeah. 
It's just you gotta. I bet Nestle's gonna swoop in and offer some bucks, guys. We can fund this for you if you let us buy Gerald Steiner. You know, so it's how can we keep? We make Nestle the oil character. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we make the competition the oil, and this is all still. This is all in our attempt to get kids to drink <laughs> this water, right? We're still. Yeah, so that's why we did animated exactly. show. Yeah. I think we've done a great job of hitting younger so far. Let's take a quick break, and then we when we come back, we're going to hit all the other age groups. Cool, cool. And we're back. Before we left off, we were just uh, figuring out some techniques, some maybe approaches to accessing a younger crowd. And um, I think we did well with maybe the 4 to 12 age range. Oh yeah. And then maybe let's try to let's try to hit the 13 to 19. That's probably two different groups there, so maybe an idea that hits both of those groups. I mean, you could do this is just me going back to sports or volleyball, you know, uh Gerlsteiner themed or maybe uh you know, maybe they're sponsored by, you could do volleyball camp sponsored by them. I was thinking in the sports direction mm. as well. You know, I read that Nestle, okay, read that they do a lot of their, with their marketing, they donate a lot to Boy Scouts and, like, uh, will sponsor softball teams and, like, really local um, groups, even though they're, to, like, kind of give the idea that they're in on the local level, even though they're a big, a big corporation. So maybe something like, I like the volleyball team, I like the idea of some type of sponsorship. You could do a direct competition between Nestle. You know, you could kind of say like, hey, Nestle, we're up the better water. Watch our kids decimate your Boy Scouts. Yes. Like a, like a Pepsi Coke challenge, but but uh, a girl style yeah. Nestle challenge, but in real life, in, <laughs> in a baseball game or something. <laughs> and But we would prefer if it, if it uses, yeah, water. Something water. Yeah, related. and you have to use your arms and you have to jump. Preferably. Yes. Yeah. Triathlon. I think this is actually a very great idea. One way you could do this is each company gets to choose the athletes. So that's a, we're on a level playing field, except Mm. the deal is these kids have to drink. They're only allowed to drink Gerolsteiner for Mm -hmm. a year before the the competition. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then the other athletes obviously are only allowed to drink. I mean, no, they can drink juices and soda and stuff, but when it comes to water, we're giving them as much as they want. So that's all they drink. They develop an affinity for it. And then the proof's in the pudding. Our guys are going to be jumping like they've got trampolines under them. (laughs) Trampoline legs and arms. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I think we're good on up to about 45 mm-hmm. and then i think people start to stop giving a shit again or and so is this yeah, where we yeah. incorporate some of the more uh pretentious crowd yes perfect that's yeah this is the age of pretension mm, you've mid, got some money midlife crisis you got to do something yes. different you want to let your friends know you're doing well it's your 20 year <laughs> high school reunion coming up what do you do all right, guys, I don't know how this is going to take shape, but I like the name, and I like how it would look. Gerolsteiner Gold. Mm-hmm. I love that. And Gerolsteiner Platinum. Ooh. For the real ballers. And maybe it's like, you know, like, is it is it Jaeger? Jaeger? Wait, no, what am I thinking of? Goldmeister? Is that Goldminster? Yeah. With, like, the gold yeah. plastic flakes in it, you know? Maybe that's, like, where the minerals are. Like, it's, like, a little, like... So you but don't it, have to dissolve the like minerals that. either. You think it just you could throw them in like fish food. Yes. You can yeah. see, <laughs> and you can I think it's gold schlager. Yeah. The gold yeah. schlager, that's it. Thank you, Thomas. Yes. Yeah. But then you didn't know what you were drinking. So now you, and if you yes. knew what those little flakes were, if they were mm-hmm. actual nutrients, you'd be excited about it. Oh, and that's perfect too as yeah. you get into even yeah. older uh generations, you need that extra mineral to just continue jumping and using your arms. Yep. Yes. Now I have a, I have a question here. It's, I don't want to throw too much of a, a wrench in things. What do you What do you guys think about the people that don't like pretentious America? That don't like things the forty five forty five and older that don't like mm. things that are pretentious. 
No, they they exist. Hey, you're looking at one. Compared compared to you yeah. two, I you know, <laughs> this is me. We're talking about me right now. Yeah. How do we get to John Ramsey? Here's what I'll tell you guys. Here's what I like right now. I'll just tell you the things I like. I like fast-looking cars. <laughs> I like video games. I like watching sports with my buds. I like pizza. I like beer. And I like The weekend. Not the singer, the thing. So given all of that information, <laughs> how do you appeal to me? Rappers. I mean, one obvious thing is you make you drop a rap song. Then the other would be a spokesperson. Like last episode, we talked about the uh, partnership with Vitamin Water and DaBaby. Maybe we find, we just find the right rapper for... You know what I could Carol see Steiner. working too, because mm-hmm. and, and tell me if I'm wrong, John Ramsey, but I I feel like guys like you, people like you would like like a if the rap video is also like maybe a parody, like some like German some German dudes doing like a rap video might. I forgot to mention, I as a, a normal guys like me like parody <laughs> videos. We like we like pizza. Nice. We like fast cars. We like football. We like parody videos. Okay, so I think a parody video is the great vehicle for all these things. Agreed. So there's kegs everywhere. Of course, fast cars. Mm -hmm. I'm talking Ferraris, Bugattis. I like that. You guys, I really feel like you're (laughs) boiling me over. I feel like it's, I feel like the Valentine's Day (laughs) bell of the ball. Great. Yeah, we we just got to find the right German rappers or uh, the right people to parody I think they're they have to be German because if they're different, it's funnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really leaning into the fact that it's a German company who knows how to laugh, you know, and, and how to get a laugh. Who is it? We've got all the information. We just need to solve for X. You know what I mean? I don't know any German actors. Do you guys know the band Rammstein? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> no, they're yeah they're a German heavy uh, German heavy metal band. And could they rap? No, that's right. It's it's not a rap mm. parody. It's them. We're bringing back Rammstein, and it's a Duhashtmeisch remix. Are they an old metal band? Oh, yeah, John, you... we gotta we gotta get you in on Rammstein. Do you remember Thomas? Do you remember we were talking about trying to get more songs on the pod? Do you remember how that song goes? Yeah, it's a really <laughs> heavy beat. I'll I'll, I'll kind of like start the beat. Then John, you can take over the beat. And it just keeps going and going. So Thomas, what I want to see, what I want to see right now is you do that exact same thing, except change the lyrics from "Du hast mich defrocked" to Carol Steiner. Okay, yeah, that because that's what it's gonna be. You got a little older in the second take. I love it. When's that song from? Is that an eighty, like in the eighties? Yeah, it's like that feels like the perfect comeback. Nineties, maybe to like. Honestly, it gets me riled up, John. When I'm working out, when I'm exercising, when I'm walking around the block, Thomas. You know, when I'm doing yoga, I my blood is (laughs) boiling listening to Rammstein. (laughs) Boiling like a carbonated water. Yeah, guys, I think riding this Rammstein energy. Perfect time to get this email started. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yes. I agree. All right. Now, how that we always got to start with speaking their language. Maybe we do mm. the German word for deer. Ooh. Do you know that word? The German greeting. I'm gonna look it up. Sergierter. Two words. It's already got sir in yeah. it. You know. There you go. They're very respectful. <laughs> Sergierter Gerolsteiner. I think we should congratulate them on all the success they've had. Yeah, they do brag a lot about it, so we should. Honestly, 
So we know <laughs> we know that they are either proud of their product or we know that they are a little bit narcissistic. Yeah, or insecure and it's showing or through insecure. narcissism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But either way, a congratulations is a good. Yes. Congratulations on your continued success and domination of the mineral water landscape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish we could only have compliments for you. You might be wondering, what are the negative things? Well, let's start with the fact that the kids don't like Gerald Steiner in the United States. And I think that's an indication that there's a lot, a lot of kids don't know of Gerald Steiner in general. Kids don't respect the past. Ooh. (laughs) Also, the cap, you know, it's definitely not kid friendly. It's not even adult friendly, so... Kids don't respect the past. Also, the cap. <laughs> yeah, get right into it. It happened right at the beginning of the episode, so let's... They're German. They're efficient, so we need to drive our email efficiently. Yes. Yes. Solution, colon, candy crush it. Candy crush yeah. it, that's right. I love that verb, by the way. The verb. Make sure that make sure that they know <laughs> that we're talking about the verb and not the, the app. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> by this, we mean... Candify your packaging, or maybe candy crushify your packaging. I like that one. Yeah. More. What if kids? Because now I want to introduce the Netflix idea. Before we get into the Netflix idea, I think we have to talk yeah. about how they're going to get funded for the Netflix idea. They yes. need to. <laughs> they need to know how we are going to help them make money, because I'm sure they haven't even thought about a Netflix show yet. You can maybe say that you watched their little animated. Yes, great idea. Commercial. Mm-hmm. And make sure you say little. We watched your little light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quotations. <too. laughs> so we watched your little raindrop video to explain Gerald Steiner to kids. And it's How cute. about that's a big idea? Yeah. It's, it was cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good start, but. But let's make it beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it sexy. It's cute. Yeah. We're looking for yes. Looking for hot let's make it sexy. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day and I want it to be hot. <laughs> yeah, maybe in parentheses, it's Valentine's Day and I want this to be hot. This idea is not cheap. We suggest to fund it, you do something that we thought was obvious, drill deeper. Once you strike black gold, then you can afford to execute. The characters you developed for this short, make it a series. Yes. The droppies go to prom. That's what the show's called, and that's what it's about. (laughs) Very simple. (laughs) Gerald Steiner presents, Netflix presents, Gerald Steiner presents, droppies go to prom. Funded by Big Oil. (laughs) Funded by Big Oil. And we think you're going to like this because guess who plays the oil? A little enemy of yours called Nestle. Guess who's another oil character? A little company called Fiji. <laughs> People are going to stop drinking Fiji when they think it's oily. Maybe let them know to, just to refrain from the propaganda route. Though. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Should we have put that at the top? Should we have said, hey, you're German. You might want to avoid the propaganda. little tip. <laughs> then for an older crowd... You challenge your biggest water company in America to a duel. Each company finds a team of athletes to compete in a bunch of sports that require jumping and arm strength. Each athlete competing consumes only the sponsoring brand's water for a year, and then you hold a highly publicized event where you find out who has the stronger arms and legs aka the proof is in the pudding we call this idea the proof is in the pudding mm-hmm. yeah that's right yeah that's right okay then the next is we've got the rap video or we've got the Rammstein video and we've got the corks the gold bottles yeah john randall since this is your idea why don't you kick us off with the uh Gerald steiner gold and platinum so yeah this is this is going for the 
the pretend the more pretentious group of people, older adults that want an even more pretentious bottle of seltzer than the glass bottle that they have. It's going to be a gold uh, colored bottle, but in that in the water, there's going to be little flakes of um, golden minerals that you're actually getting additional minerals for when you're getting older and need them more. You're getting those. Um, and also a f it's a fancy bottle so you can bring it to dinner parties you know uh, galas other big events 20 year high school reunions <laughs> yeah 20 year 20 uh, you know some proms if you go back to your old prom you can bring it there oh that's oh, yeah that's perfect too and that yeah and in the show in the proms there these bottles are around just, oh yeah just a little product placement yeah, they're, they're, they're water fountain coolers or Carol Steiner water fountain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Little gold <laughs> flakes are popping out of the water. <laughs> and this is co-branded with Hallmark because they have really nice sounds when you open some of their cards. Wouldn't it be nice to have just a delicate, sophisticated sound when you open these bottles? That's something like kind of like um like a like a distressed rich person <laughs> who can't get the door open exactly and that'll be easy to put into the email we can just clip that audio and we can just add it as an attachment <laughs> yeah you can leave my phone number if they need to call and I think they get updated every year and that's like a thing you want to hear the new sound of this year but it's always you John Randall. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Starbucks, how they're going to do their new holiday packaging. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then, John Ramsey, why don't you kick off the uh, Rammstein idea? People are two things. They are pretentious or they like fast cars, they like football, they like pizza, and they like rock. And who encompasses rock and roll more than Germany's own Rammstein? And I think that says it all. I don't even think. Slide in, it's uh. a parody. As we're walking out the door, just say it's a parody and then end the oh. email. The whole thing's a parody, by the way. <laughs> all right, guys. I think we, we've done all we can with Gerald Steiner. We've done them a great service. <laughs> Thank you again, John Randall, for helping us out. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This has been a blast. It, it's getting me to want to drink some Gerald Steiner myself. Oh, uh, for sure. <laughs> And yeah, this is a great, great show. You know, uh, I'm going to keep listening because I love, I like products. I like hearing about and these different ideas for them. It's very interesting. Awesome. Glad to know oh, you're yeah. on board. All right. Well, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, you guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at GreatSamaritansPod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your endgame. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.